right, you are listening to The Morning After. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, A guy in Taiwan got his hands on a PlayStation 5 recently. You'll have to tell me, is that a big deal? Because isn't that like the hot new one? Yeah, just came out. The PS5 is the hottest commodity. I would give my left arm for one. Okay, so I I gathered that it was a big deal. Um, His wife hates when he plays video games. So he thought he would just try to pretend that it was an air purifier because it kind of looks like one, I guess. <laughs> so he told her that that's what it was. Uh, she wasn't fooled. She got mad about it and ended up selling it for cheap, like for something ridiculous. Because aren't they pretty pricey? $500 well? right now. Yeah, I don't know what she got for it, but it was definitely not that. And not, not only that, she got rid of it. I mean, this is like his PlayStation 5. This is a big deal. I don't understand why wives don't like husbands that like video games. Hear me out on this. All right, after the first year of marriage, it comes to a point where, of course, you love them more than anything in the world, but give me my damn space, right? Is that a fair thing to say? Of course it is. So that being said, Mrs. Keller appreciates that I have the PlayStation, only the four, because I'm po' folks, in the basement. And so I go down there, I'll get my Assassin's Creed on while she's upstairs watching, what is she watching right now? It's on MTV, if that tells you anything. She has terrible taste in television shows. Well, she's got a lot of shows that she's into, though. I know she's Grey's Anatomy freak. I mean, she really likes her shows. That's a good show. This is like like 16 and pregnant, 90-day fiancé. 90-day fiancé. She's watching that garbage now, and I'm just... (laughs) I look and I'm I'm serious. I get I get forehead wrinkles because my face is scrunched, wondering. And, and maybe this is one of the signs that I'm getting older. But I'm like, how how do you watch this? I told her the other day. I fear you're getting stupider by watching these shows. <laughs> Although her husband wow. just said stupider on the on the podcast. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fear you're getting more stupider. <laughs> you know, I listen. My husband when I met him, I knew golf is life. I knew that I was going to be a golf widow you know, all summer long, Saturday and Sunday mornings. And I'll say he's tweaked it to where now that we have kids and we have a lot of, you know, soccer games and things like that, he'll get up really early so and play so that he can be home like by lunchtime, which I appreciate. Just that way I'm not with the kids by myself all day. But nonetheless, I know that he's going to golf all weekend long. So the funny thing is a lot of his friends, you know, their wives basically tell their husbands that they can't do it. And I'm like, I would never tell you that you couldn't do what is, number one, a huge passion of yours. Number two, you would resent the crap out of me if I said mm-hmm. you can't do it. And number three, to get real, I like the alone time. Sometimes I'll stay in bed a little extra long and watch some sh- you know, shows. And now that the kids are a little older and they're kind of playing on their iPads, it mm-hmm. gives me a little time to myself. So I have no problem. I w- if he's not a video game guy, but I would have no problem with him doing that. I really wouldn't. Yeah, it, it, it's all, it all depends on what it is and that was the key you said there alone time and but there is a compromise there and i think you just explained it beautifully your husband loves golf but with the kids coming along obviously fatherhood comes first so he's he's like but what he does is he's he's adjusted his schedule now i could see this wife in taiwan being ticked off if this guy's on the playstation 5 for <laughs> seven eight hours a day or, that's or that's the absurd fa- the fact that he told her it was an air purifier well now that is funny i don't care who genius. you are that is hilarious i he shouldn't have lied but I see why he lied. But there should be an understanding. And you almost have to, you don't treat the husband like a kid and like give him a limit. But as the husband, he should say, I'm, I want this. I'm going to get it. 
but I'm only gonna I'm gonna play like after the kids are in bed That's or it. early in the morning and, and yeah and he there, there, there has needs to be, be a balance yeah a you, compromise yeah absolutely you have to so the guy who bought it for super cheap because she just wanted that thing out of the house apparently he was quoted as saying well it was the cheapest price for one I've seen yet this guy got the deal of the century he's so happy right now I just want to have a party at his house Ginny I will tell you this and and Mike you probably haven't heard this as well. But there's a point in time where they are just so outrageously outsold online reservations for those things. There was a guy that had one in the cart, and he was taking it to the register, and they said, you can't actually buy that right now. It's already online re- reserved. And he was like, excuse me? <laughs> and they took it out of the oh, cart. I'd be Wait, pissed. yeah, uh-uh. Fight words, man. I'm here in person to get it. Like, I'm getting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Yeah, no, yeah, I'd steal it. Why well, not? No, I wouldn't. At my Target when you walk in, there's a little uh, you know, like an easel and it tells you what's not available and that's one of them. That's a hot item and um the AirPod Pros. Yeah. Apparently it's a hot item this Christmas as well. Costco has the same thing last time we went there, but it was funny because uh you know, now we're we're, we're looking at perhaps another shutdown. I think once Joe takes office in January, they're talking about maybe another shutdown. And so people are once again hoarding the toilet paper and everything. Oh, I know. So <laughs> last time we went to Costco, that's what there was a big sign. We are out of toilet paper, hand sanitizer, paper towels. Da, da, da. And it was this huge list and it was all sanitary things. But you know what's funny? They really shouldn't put that sign up because then somebody could turn around and walk out. Whereas if they just go peruse the store, they're guaranteed to buy other things. You know what I mean? You can't, you're not walking through Costco and just because they don't have yeah. toilet paper, you're walking out. Yeah, but there's a point, I think, where so many people are walking in just for that, that it clogs up the cashier oh, well, lines. Well, the, the distancing. Toilets. Well, yeah. <laughs> you see what he did there? You see, see what, what you did there. You see what he did there? Anyway. You know, what's the hot item? Okay, like if somebody said, what do you want for Christmas? Like, what would be the the hot item that you would really want this year? I mean, I, I would, I, we just talked about it, but that, I mean, the PlayStation would 5 would be at the top of my list. Because other than that, all my wants are boring. Like, I would love uh, somebody to pay off my credit card, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. Like, well, That's we, fair. You can we, ask for that. Well, we've, you know, we've made some purchases recently. Or, or you know, yeah. And then after that, my just my, my list gets expensive. Like, we could really, uh, I'd like a new couch in the living room, if I'm being honest it's with you. It's so funny, though, when you become an adult, like how you start asking for stuff like that. Do you know what I asked my mother-in-law for? A new set of dishes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, what a nerd. She goes, nothing personal. I'm like, that is personal. Like, I really would love a new set of dishes. I'm 36 years old, and I'll have to say I think I'm becoming an adult because for, for Christmas, I would like a crock pot. Hey! <laughs> Get out! Hey. I want to make that white chicken chili. <laughs> Get it, Tater. Oh, my gosh. I think I have an extra one. Do you want it? Really? I'm not kidding. I will give you a crock pot. And I heard your rapping skills, gift-wise. Not, I mean, not spitting bars or anything. Right. I heard your rapping skills are pretty good. So. I am going to wrap you up my old crock pot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and give it to you. My heart. I, I don't mean to call anybody out here, but I would venture to guess, and I'd be willing to place a wager on it, that of the three of us, my gift wrapping <laughs> is the superior gift wrapping. Okay. My, my presence... Are beautiful. You know where I struggle with though the the decorations, like the ribbon and things like. That. But when it comes to actual, just just the wrapping of the present, I feel like my skill is superior. I'll say this: I bet you're like my husband in that you take a very long time to wrap a box. Like you really want everything to be even and the tape just so. Okay, mm. guess what? Kids don't care. They want to rip through it as fast as possible. So I don't take a ton of time wrapping their gifts. I mean, they're wrapped, but it's very fast. I, I think you probably a little OCD with it, and 
I just think you should realize they don't care what okay, the tape Well, I'm not like. wrapping presents for children. <laughs> That's true. So my, Someday. Yeah, my presents look fly is all I'm saying. Okay. I would probably say it, if if Mike is right, it's Mike, Jenny, you, and then me. I'm terrible. You're shoving I'm, it in a gift bag. Gift bag it up. You know With, what? No, he, he doesn't even use tissue paper. <laughs> I use newspaper. He's <laughs> like the Jack in a Box and McDonald's coupons. Yeah. And I just shove them in. That's extra, that's extra gifts right there. You're welcome. And he doesn't even the common courtesy to use the comics. He's using the business section. <laughs> Sears, here you go. Here you go. Sears. Is Sears still in business? I don't think so. I got newspapers from years ago. God, years do you remember, of do you remember when the Sears and the JCPenney catalog used to come out when we were kids and like it was it was seriously as thick as a dictionary i love that thing i'm still seeing jc penny running tv commercials for the christmas season how in the world is jc penny still in business because they stepped it up i listen i had not been in a jc penny in years and i thought okay i'm gonna check it out they have in some of them a sephora do you know what sephora is that's uh it's, is it jewelry no it's oh my gosh yeah it's like an ulta you know beauty store they have makeup products, and you know whatever it. and i think that was a really smart move because it kind of kind of sassed them up a little bit it's like oh we're jc penny but we're sassy i mean i saw we're they current. changed their yeah they, they updated their logo a little bit and it's looking mm-hmm. good but i'm i'm still surprised at all like macy's i guess i get x just you know what just mall stores in general like, like I'm trying to think back in the day when I remember Sam Goody. Get oh, I Sam. love me some Sam yep. Goody. Oh, all right, we're going down mall stores. I want to go down mall stores right now. You go to the mall, right? You're 16. You're hitting the mall. I'm going to Sam Goody. I'm going to play some games at Tilt. Anybody remember Tilt? I don't remember Tilt. The arcade? Oh, but the arcade. I don't think that's what ours was called. But we had an arcade in our mall. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm sorry. I can't go to Tilt till I go to Orange Julius to get uh, me something to drink. Hey, I'll be next door at the Cinnabon. What up? Auntie Anne's what? Anne's what? <laughs> get, your, get your pretzel on. Now, before I leave, I'm definitely going to Hot Topic. Oh, <laughs> I don't care yeah. who you are. That was my funny t-shirts. I would always get those. Instead of Walmart, low prices always. I got the white trash always. Nice. With the logo on it. Nice. The funniest thing to me is that malls, indoor malls, are going out of style. I mean, they really are i don't i got man our oak park mall here in kansas city Mm i i loved that mall when i first moved here but even that's like falling apart but i don't get it because if you think about it these outdoor malls are the way now where you've got to you know hope that you can parallel park and find a spot close to Mm -hmm. the store you want to go to if it's two degrees outside you got to walk through the cold to get to it i I don't understand why the indoor malls are falling by the wayside i don't get it. it uh and the answer is the internet the internet is why online shopping is why the is why the malls are falling apart. Not necessarily though, because you've still got the outdoor mall, which is really taking over. So you're still people are still going shopping. Are you talking about like a strip mall, like a Zona Rosa? If you're in Kansas City, oh okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So it's like you know everything just is a door to the outside. I I don't know. I don't. I to me as a shopper. And I'm I don't I this is an unpopular opinion. I prefer to in person shop versus shop online you know it depends what it is for me depends on what it is especially for clothes and shoes things that need to fit yep there is nothing more annoying than buying a pair of clothes or a pair of shoes online and they don't fit yep it takes three days to send it back and then three days to get it back in one half size smaller where if you go to the store you just try it on your stinky foot yep and you're good to go here's what i don't understand with covid I'm going to bust on Target for a minute. I can't believe I'm about to do this. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Target won't let you try on clothes right now because of COVID, mm-hmm. but you can buy the clothes and take them home to your house, which could be COVID infested, and put them on and then return them. That makes no sense to me. Jenny, I'm not kidding. 
I was at Target and I saw a lady putting on a shirt over her shirt and she got busted. She got busted. They're like, no, 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 can't do that. Yes, same. I got totally, I was putting a yellow sweatshirt over my head thinking I was being all sneaky and this girl was like, ah, hey, totally yelled at me. You get yelled at at Target a lot for such a loyal customer. Don't they know that I'm there every day? Well, here, okay, so the thing with rules are, you know, it's it's there's the rule that it's only illegal if you get caught. There's also a, the simple case of bending rules, not breaking them. But let's say you break a rule, and let's say you get caught. Jenny, I think in your specific case, I don't think this would work for me. I don't think this would work for Tater, but I think it would work for you. I think what you do is let's say you're let's just use the sweater scenario. Sure. You're putting on the sweater. the The 16 year old comes up and goes. <laughs> you say. I'm so sorry. Excuse me, but do you know who I am? Oh, stop. I would never. I would love to watch you do that. Um, Yeah, you you know who I am? The lady that spends more money here than anybody else. (laughs) Do do you know who I am? I am. I would never. I am. And then and then go like uh, like (laughs) go like uh, middle medieval times. I am Jenny Matthews of the Northland. (laughs) And I decree. That I am one of your most loyal customers. Now be gone, Jester. Uh, it's true, though. I mean, I do. I feel like I spend enough. I'm there enough. I'm the, the biggest supporter of the Target. Like, cut a girl some slack. I the, just wanted to try on the sweatshirt. Real quick, I know we're on a podcast, but I don't care. We're going to do this anyway. Um, the shirt you're wearing right now, it actually, it's in Target colors, but you actually have a really cool story behind your Christmas shirt that you're wearing today. And I, I think we should take a minute and, and show some love to those people. Yeah, so my friend Scott Poor had a corporate job, whatever. He has a huge heart for animals. He actually quit his job to devote his entire life. And I mean, if you follow him, it's Mission Mission Driven Goods is his company, but Mission Driven. If you follow him, he is at an animal shelter all the time. He spends the night in the shelters with the dogs who have been there the longest, you know, until they get adopted out. He brings like McDonald's cheeseburgers to the dogs, you know, on holidays and stuff. He's just, his heart is so pure and good with animals. And so he obviously with having to quit his corporate job has to make money somehow. So he's got a line of clothing. And so I bought one of his shirts and it says Feliz Navidog. Ah. And it's very, very cute. And um, just, I would recommend supporting. If you want to support local, I mean, obviously podcast people could be listening for all, my mom, big listener of the podcast, Willie. Hey, shout out to Willie. Willie. From the slums of Baltimore, Maryland. (laughs) Baltimore. Baltimore. But, you know, but if you're in Kansas City, just just support local more than ever. It's so important. And um, it's mission driven. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. I tell you what, you bring up a great point about our families listening from out of time. So Jenny, originally from Baltimore, Maryland, Tater and I from different parts of the St. Louis area originally, and I don't know how often my family listens to the podcast, and actually, more importantly, my in-laws who live in Chicago, I don't know how often they listen to the podcast, because what I really want to do, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to do it. I would love to share with you the drama <gasps> that happened in my house oh. on Thanksgiving weekend. We had the fam- we had a small family, we had a, a total, including myself and my wife, of seven people at the house for Thanksgiving. And they came down from Chicago, they stayed the weekend, and I'm telling you, I thought everything, things were going beautifully. We played a little golf. We did some Christmas decorating. It was a wonderful, wonderful weekend, but there was... <laughs> There was a moment of there drama. There was a moment between two family members who I think there's always been a little 
tension there. It's It's been okay, but there's always been a little tension there. And for whatever reason, it was Friday morning. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and these two particular family members decided that was the time to just let it loose. Seven years, seven years of frustration blew up on Friday morning in my kitchen. Here's the best part. They were the only two people in the kitchen. Mm. And me... Oh, God. So I'm I love how you tried to handle it. So you tried a little levity? You so so they, 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 they go at it for like five minutes. Okay, there was an argument, and then it kind of slows down. And I, I'm a person where when I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I, I don't like it. So I try to use humor to get out of it. Right. So I said, well... That was awkward, but the good news is it's going to be 60 degrees today. Should be nice outside. Shift to the weather. You can't go wrong. After I said that, you know what I heard? Mm. (laughs) Silence. And I said, so then I said, well, I tried. Nothing. And I'm like, oh my God. And then they went at it again. It got to the point where one relative... Flipped the other one the bird and said, F you, and walked out. It was incredible. It was awful. All at 8 o'clock in the morning during a holiday weekend. (laughs) Okay, so here's the best part. I'm down there by myself, and my wife texts me at the beginning of this because she can hear it. But everyone's, you know, quote, still in bed. Right. And so she's like, hey, are things getting a little rocky down there? And I was like, yeah, you need to come down. And she's like, okay, well, and then I'm like, you need to come down now. Oh boy. And then they finally came. She, she was down there by the time the, uh, uh, the bird went flying through our kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I, can just, I can just see this right now. Now, I have a question. Do these two people see each other a lot? Not not often. Okay. Uh, they live about an hour apart in the Chicago area. And... Um, I would say at least once a month, probably twice a month, maybe they, they see each other. Ooh, that's a lot so for two people that don't like each other. It's been building up. And, and it, it was ready to blow in his kitchen. And they've oh. known each other since before I was in Katie's life. So Let me ask you this. Do you feel like now that they've released their tension and anger upon one another do you feel like did it help was everything a little calm after that you know sometimes you just got to get it out sometimes a little family feud it happens no no never mind (laughs) i think at this point they're just going to agree to hate each other's guts which is going to be great because christmas is next month yay (laughs) let's get together let's go uh we have a little uh we have a little feud in my house recently okay so my daughter is 10 and you know, I think it's perfectly normal that she wants to not spend every waking minute with me. Like, she doesn't, quote, need me as much. And that's probably a very normal good thing, right? right? Like, I think at 10, like, she should be gaining some independence. But all she wants to do is get on her iPad with her girlfriends and, you know, play games and whatever they do. And that's fine. Except for I was feeling a little needy the other night. And I had visions of us, you know, after she got her shower and stuff, that we were going to snuggle up in my bed and watch a movie. Like, I was very excited for that. Well, she had other plans. So she kind of ditched me and I was really, she did. And I was upset about it. And I was actually to the point where I was mad about it. I mean, I was just, I was being a brat, you know, that my husband, like he didn't know what to do. So he goes upstairs and he tells her, he's like, Jules, you owe your mother an apology. Like you, this is unacceptable. Like you at least have to apologize to her. You've upset her. You've hurt her feelings. 
So I'm like, so then I'm just sitting on the chair and I'm downstairs. I'm petting the dogs because the dogs always love me and they always will. So I'm just petting the dogs and I'm just pouting and having myself a pity party. And I hear my daughter storm down the steps. Then I hear her storm through the kitchen. She's slamming cabinet doors. Like I hear all this commotion and I'm like, don't even. Like, don't even. You're already in trouble with me. Like, don't even. <laughs> so then finally, you know, this goes on for a few minutes, whatever. She storms back upstairs. She comes back down. She grabs, doesn't even say anything, grabs my hand and pulls me to where I've got to follow her. Got it. Upstairs. Where she had made both of us a very cozy little bed on the couch. She had gotten my a bowl of my favorite snack. She had made herself a bowl of popcorn. She made both of us two drinks. And we both cried and then we watched a Christmas movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was an amazing moment, actually. So here's the, the moral of that story is that I, I think that we both learned a little something there. I think that, you know, she... Has to know, like I this this growing up thing. It's not gonna be easy for me. <laughs> like with her, I'm gonna need her to be my baby just a little while longer. Not all the time, but just sometimes. You know, mom time is okay. And then also, I have to remember that like it's okay. She still loves me. She just wants to hang out with her friends, which she should be wanting to do. It's just really hard for me, you guys, because it took me a really long time to get pregnant. So like to ha- to finally have my baby, and mm-hmm. now she's not a baby anymore. I'm not gonna lie. I'm struggling with it. It's hard. I was going to make a smart Alec comment, but now I feel like a terrible person. As you should. I was almost waiting for it because Mike was over there stewing around. Like, I was. Oh, well, I, I think it's different, that. too, because I don't know. I, I. Yeah, when you brought up, when you brought up the struggle with your pregnancy, I'm like, okay, well, now I can't be yeah, a smart Alec. You're a jerk, but no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're not. You're not. No. But it's just, I think that's what makes it extra hard for me is that I just, like, I don't know. And then, then they say it goes so fast when they're babies. But man, those days are long. Like the, what they say, the days are long, the years are short. Yep. It's so true. Because, you know, in the moment sometimes when, when she was such a needy baby and toddler, oh my gosh, what I would give for a break. And it's like, now I have a break and I really don't know what to do with myself. Can you imagine when they go off to college and I'm an empty nester? Like, shoot me now. Because I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Like I said, your, your, your son is a stud. I know. Okay. There's no way he doesn't get a girl pregnant before he leaves Stop for college. It! I'm <laughs> Early, Stop. he's gonna be featured on the show that your that your wife's watching. <laughs> Eighteen and pregnant or whatever. Sixteen got a baby. Uh, <laughs> anywho, seventeen year old Miles on his iPad going. I don't know why she keeps blowing me up, man. The kid's asleep. It's fine. <laughs> oh I'm my. sorry. I mean that as a compliment. I, I swear, uh, he's a stud. He's, you, you he know, is he, a stud. He is gonna be a heartbreaker. I can't I wait to watch. Are you gonna be? How are you gonna be? Because I think it's different. When you're the parent of the other gender, like I'm scared to death for me having girls because like the thought of me having a daughter dating makes my blood boil. I felt the very same way. Honestly, when I found out I was having a boy the second time, I got a little nervous because I was like, am I going to know like how to handle this? You know, the Man. Boys are easy. Just let them run around in circles and hit their head. No, boys are boys are simple. They really are. You got you men. You are simple creatures. Yep. You need like a couple things, and that's it. Yep. A PlayStation Five. And then you're 5. happy. <laughs> Girls are so complicated. I mean, I as a woman, I mean, I admit that. But man, boys are. He is so. I mean, you know, he's wild and rambunctious and whatever. But he's so easy. Like, I don't think I'm gonna have this type of struggle with him. Like, as he gets a little older, I don't know. I just think it's there's more drama with girls. How are you gonna be when? Jules has her first boyfriend that she loves and she brings him home to meet the family. And how is Matthew going to be? Just like interrogation. Hello, I watch trials all day. I'm going to be interrogating the hell out of that person. So are you 
because I know what's out there. I dated those people. Like I need to make sure that she is. You know what it is? I want to be really honest with my kids. I want to literally tell them like personal experiences and just be. And sometimes my husband's like, you are just too honest with them. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. He thinks I over tell them things. And I'm like, I don't think so. I want them to be aware. I don't want them. I, they're, they're in a bubble, so to speak, already because, you know, I. I do a lot for them because right. I'm a bit of a helicopter mom, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm but they I'm, they need to know that the world is not just butterflies and rainbows. I agree with that. Yeah, I am. Uh, I've always found it interesting to to see how people are how they turn out after seeing how they were raised. Like I, th- this is just my personal experience. This is a, this is not a blanket statement. This does not apply to everybody. If this offends you, I'm sorry. This is what I've just gone with. But I've noticed that people who are raised by strict parents, especially strict Catholic parents, turn out to be the wildest, yes. the craziest, and also, I'm sorry, get pregnant the youngest. And it does. And that I have seen that with no less than a dozen people I know who are raised with that kind of strict parenting. My mother... Love the way my mom raised me. My mom let me make mistakes once, but if I made it again, then she'd lay the hammer down. Right. And in my mind, I always thought, well, that's fair. Because, I mean, my mom caught me doing just about everything there is to catch your kid doing once. Once. And I was like, okay. And then, of course, my little smart aleck, I'm like, well, okay, so now what else can I do that I can get away with once and then I'll well, be good to go? Well, that's because that's what you do. It, right, because... Teenagers are like that, but I but I always appreciated that, and that led me later on in life to make the correct decisions. I feel like I Even completely agree with you. In my twenties, you know, I, I I was allowed to make mistakes to the point where by the time I hit my twenties and I was out on my own, it I I knew enough. I was smart enough to make the correct decisions. It's kind of like marriage. I didn't get married till I was thirty. I know you were close. Were you thirty? Thirty one. You were even older. So, and I was really happy with that age because I felt like I had gotten everything out of my system. Like I was completely ready to settle down, and mm-hmm. therefore, that's just been the way it's been. I think it's. I do think some people that get married a little bit young, and not every again, not everybody. It's not a blanket statement, but I think people that get married, you know, super young and don't have those experiences of kind of like getting your wild, what sowing your wild oats. Yeah, because <laughs> we all have wild oats yes. it's okay to have wild, wild oats <laughs> right, right. for the record um but i think then you know then there comes a time later where they're like but i didn't get to do this and i didn't get to do that i'll be honest mm-hmm. really honest with you and if he's listening i love you but i think this was stated to you my nephew got married at 18 years old he just got married about a year ago and look they were raised in a very very strict christian household and i truly believe that he got married so he could <laughs> <laughs> for Kate. And then again, like that that's fine. Different strokes, different folks. <laughs> what was that, Jenny? <laughs> oh, I knew that was just gonna Yeah, anyway. But um But I think yeah. that, you know, but I like I do worry that gosh, I just hope that down the road, you know, he's not like when he's uh, twenty five with a five year old thinking, God, I'd love to just get out and go to for a weekend. You know, Katie and I went to Mexico a couple months ago because we just said, Hey, when is it? All right, we'll go. You can't do that with a five year old. No. Oh, kids change everything. And pe- it cracks me up too when, when some people think that having a kid makes things better or will fix a problem. Jeez. Oh my god. Oh my Stop god. Oh, having kids it. makes everything so complicated. You- and I mean, look, I have a very solid marriage, a very solid relationship. And we were together a long ass time before we had kids. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, man, they will challenge everything about life as you know it. So Yeah, kids will not fix a broken relationship. Kids will test a great relationship. 100%. I, I, I can't believe there are 
that you anyone would think the other way. But oh, that mentality know. is very much out there. That's, that's very much out there, and it just couldn't be more that's, in that's, my experience. Opposite. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Ooh. So I'm excited to see what happens now coming up Christmas time. By the way, I am full steam ahead Christmas time. I got. Yeah, who even are you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you my softer side. This has been happening on the podcast more and more recently, where my softer side has been coming out, and I don't like it. But we are here. Here we go. Whatever. But I will say, so the day after Thanksgiving, before the 8 a.m. kitchen incident, um, day after Thanksgiving, we get up, we start decorating. I know the mother and I, the mother and I, take a trip to Menards to get some stuff we need because we love the smell of a home improvement store. Jenny? I hate the smell of a home improvement store. <laughs> I love lumber. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's what she said. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I Matthew, it. I love lumber. I love, I love lumber. <laughs> so, uh, but we get some other decorations, or whatever. And Friday was Christmas decorating day at the house. And I got to tell you, like I was, I was kind of not looking forward to it because I was feeling lazy that day. I still had belly full of tryptophan. I was feeling lazy, but I knew it needed to be done. I knew I'd be happy once it was done. So we did. We decorated. I found this ridiculous train decoration that's on the outside of my house now, and we put up the trees. And when I tell you. That we got done with it, and that night we all sat down, and we, you know, we do the thing where you plug the Christmas tree in, but you put it on a timer so it kicks on at like five o'clock or whatever time. You know, I, I had stuff like five thirty because that's when the sun sets. Right. And put it on the timer, and I'm telling you, we were all in the room, and the tree just clicked on. Yeah. And the room was just dark enough to where the tree really popped, and I just kind of looked around my warm house with my family there and my Christmas tree lit up, and I'm just like. Damn it, I'm happy. <laughs> You're like the Grinch whose heart grew three sizes. I, I had a moment. I had a moment where I'm just like, ah, what a what a beautiful thing. See, I am now full steam ahead for Christmas. And I don't know if that's just a sign of getting older, but I am so the same. Like, I don't really need anything as long as I have, you know, shelter, obviously, and my family. But I, there is something about just being into the living room and it's warm and the fire maybe is going and the tree is lit and just having your people around you. Like, it's just a good feeling. I just I, I hadn't been so Christmassy for a long time. I love like Christmas Day. I, I was I always liked it because I moved away. I moved far. You know, I moved out of St. Louis where I spent my whole life when I was nineteen. He goes, that's fifteen years ago that I've yeah. Every Christmas I travel home, so I always cherished it for that reason. Yeah. Uh, but now it's kind of having like a little home base, like an actual house with a tree, and I'm just like. See, I think for me it's the same thing too because my parents were divorced growing up and I went shuffled back and forth house to house and I don't know I just to have my own place with yeah. my own stuff and my own family I just really yeah. really appreciate that. It did get awkward I, I forgot to say later the uh, the tree kicked on and you know you have that moment of just ha ah, and it was very happy and I looked at Katie and I was just like we gotta go upstairs and get you pregnant and <laughs> It all went from, oh, hold on. What just so happened? Nice. Pregnant time. And her grandma's like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, you said it out loud? Oh, you said it out loud. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I was like, dang. I was like, woo. Could you, okay, right in front of grandma. Katie, although I got to, I don't know how her, I think, okay, her brother, who's 17, would go, ew. Plus, her brother, 17, is still the baby of the family right now, and he does not want to give up that title. Uh, I believe her younger brother has the little crush on, uh, <clears throat> Yours truly over here. Oh my gosh, have I told you that story, Tater? Really? Oh like, yeah, talk slow. Yeah, last year when it was first announced, we we did our little photo shoot, our first one, we released our, our photos. Where my Botox was in full force. Yeah, Go the ahead. Botox looked fantastic. Mm. I had the nice button up going, I, I stuck my chest out to make it look like I'm more buff than I Me actually too. am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Women stick their chest out too. And we, uh, and he, when the next time I had seen him, 
He's like, oh, did you start that? that? Like the new show? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, who is that? There is that the girl? Is that who you work with? I said, yeah. He's like, dude, she's a. Well, hold on. I'll. I'll dude, sh- she's an effing milf, bro. Yeah, that's like, right, milf over here. And I'm like, <laughs> that's right. I'm like, I'll tell her you said that. And he's like, no, don't tell her I said that. I'm like, I will, because I promise you it'll make her day. And I was like, and then one day when you meet, you'll get awkward and turn red, and I'll laugh my ass off. And, and I'll be like, can you tell me again? <laughs> so, and Jenny will, Jenny will subtly bend over and say, whisper in my ear. Actually, you won't have to. He's 17 years old. He is six foot three. Oh, get out of here. Good God, he is a monster. Oh. At 17? At 17, dude. He's a beast. He's he's he, he's He's huge. Mm. But, anyway, uh, made my day with that, so thanks. Yep. We're actually going to change the name from the it's the morning drive with Mike and Milf. That's <laughs> right, what it's going to call it. Mike and Milf in the morning. Woo, there it is. <laughs> you know, you know what I love about you, Jenny, is I love that you're all for that, and you don't get offended by that. You're like, thank you. Not even a little bit. I'll take any compliment I can get. There are some people who would be offended by that. Because my kids, the other day, I, my daughter was looking at me, and I don't even. I said, "You are so pretty." I said, "I wish I could look just like you. You are so beautiful." And she's like, "Well, you look pretty when you have." makeup on i was like dang (laughs) thanks that brings up something i said something to this girl uh the other the other day i said you know what you look you look like you wear and i wasn't trying to be mean i said you look like you wear a lot of makeup is that for a reason and she straight up you didn't think that was gonna offend her (laughs) i thought lasers were gonna come out of her eyes and cut my head off now, what I'm saying because is... she's probably been using lasers for her acne, and that's why she uses oh. a lot of makeup, and you just brought attention to all of it. <laughs> Listen, here we go. Oh, boy. Now, I'm not the most attractive guy in the world, so I'm not saying I'm going out and dogging on people because they're not. No, I'm just saying that I can kind of relate. But what I'm saying is I, I don't like girls that wear a lot of makeup. That's yeah. just my thing. And yeah. I was asking her for a real like answer. Boy, did she look at me like she was going to straight karate chop me in the Can throat. I give you some life advice? Next time, <laughs> here's how you might want to approach that. You know, you are just so naturally pretty. You don't even need makeup. Yep. That's the way to go with that one. That's I, a lie. I know, but I... Oh my, because... No, 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 no. Because I don't, know, I don't know what she looks like without makeup because she's wearing quite a bit. So I, she might not be. I, I wonder if a, a better way to word that, let's backtrack on that, because I wonder if the better way to say that wasn't necessarily like, was there a reason you wear all that makeup? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Not, not, I, I have to side with the girl on not, this. But I think there's a way, and, and I won't even get it right, but what you were trying to say, I believe in your heart, what you were trying to say was, hey... I, I would like to see you with less makeup because I bet you would be just as pretty without as much there on. There you go. Yeah. And that's there almost kind of like a pickup line because, you know, in the morning she probably ain't going to be wearing makeup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, that's two. That's a twofer, two for one. I but, tell you what I love about you, though, is that you're, you're kind of like my kids in that way where you just kind of say whatever you're thinking. And I don't think I know you like I don't think you had a, a bad thought in your body about saying that you just generally. But it sure sounded like it. <laughs> Genuinely had a question and wanted to get your feelings out there, and that's the way it came out. But God bless you. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, when you brought up makeup, when we were talking about it earlier with the Sephora, because I, I knew that's what makeup was, because I wear Sephora. <laughs> she snapped it up in my face. I'm like, oh. By the way, did you notice I had foundation on last week? You did? I did. Uh, no, why? I had two giant pimples on the back of my neck. Oh, my gosh. Like, like volcano size but they were huge and and katie was like let me let me put some cover on it and i'm like and i kind of looked she took a picture of my neck and there yeah. were two giant white heads and i'm like 
All right. All right. Makeup it is. Yeah. So so we throw, so we threw a little foundation on the back of my <laughs> neck there. Look at you. I know. And in you touch did, with your feminine side. I just but as I then I was looking at myself. I was like, wow, look how good I look. Hello. <laughs> like I'm ready for a photo shoot. Look, if you're enjoying the, this stupid ass conversation we're having, <laughs> uh, we're on every morning. Q104 in Kansas City, the morning drive. Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, our producer Tater. Every weekday morning from six till ten. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show, and we hope you check us out on the radio. And thank you for listening. Any final words, thoughts? Um, Not you, Tater. We, when you come out with your thoughts, it turns out to be, usually offend somebody. I got to go for real. I got to go get Botox today. So for real, I got to go. Hey, <laughs> no, for real. Bye.